We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other. Hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. All right, Bride, good afternoon. This is your host today, Dr. June Knight. I am here today for a news alert on uh, President Trump's latest action on an executive order and other news. So let me go ahead and share this screen with you. Uh, This is information that I received on December the 6th, and it says presidential message on the 155th anniversary of the ratification of the 13th Amendment. Today we celebrate the ratification of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution which abolished slavery in our country. Now, how many out there remember uh, the executive order that President Trump uh, recently did where he basically made the LGBT in the same category uh, as slavery? He is where his agenda is to work to make this unity with LGBT heading up the unity. So he says, 155 years later, we remember the millions of souls unjustly subjected to the oppression, the oppressive institution of slavery, and recommit to pursuing the enduring promise of our nation that all people have the God-given right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So scrolling on down, he says, The 13th Amendment denoting an end to a nation divided between slave states and free states, a critical step towards realizing the long-known truth of the equality of all people. Today, as we mark this milestone, we also remember the incredible sacrifices made in the years after ratification by so many patriots in pursuit of equality under the law. Now, I put in parentheses LGBTQ because from my research, this is what he is referencing. 
We resolve to continue to work to strengthen the bonds of unity between all Americans. I said, this is what they brought and prayed for with Brandon Straka. I showed the video last night of Brandon Straka, who's the head of the, uh, what is that group, Walk Away Movement, which brought the Democrats, the LGBT uh, from the Democratic Party over to the Republican Party. And he spoke in Washington, D.C. in November, right before the elections, and he threatened the Republican Party and the president and said, we are going to go with you in 2018, but if you do not uh, support us more, we will not support you in 2020. Yes, that is this guy. But right before he said that at the National Mall, at a march, he was prayed for and blessed by the evangelicals at a party, it looks like it was in Trump Hotel, and they all laid hands on him and prayed for him. And guess what it was for, Brad? It was for this unity plan, this Trump unity agenda. I guess it was at that time was to kick him off as the spokesperson for unity of Trump's way of describing unity to the American people is having this gentleman travel around this country, spew in this vomit in all these cities, hosting town halls, going to President Trump's rallies, standing out there bragging about their lifestyle and going to these uh, things, pulling all these people into the Republican Party. And this guy was blessed by the evangelicals laid hands on and prayed and said that he was God's man for the hour for unity. I have been telling you, Brad, about this false unity that the new apostolic reformation has partnered with. This is the fruit of that. So when the president says we resolve to continue to work to strengthen the bonds of unity between all Americans, this is what he's talking about. But listen to what he's saying. In remembrance of the indomitable spirit of the men and women who toiled and died under the yoke of slavery in honor of the soldiers who fought and died to free them and in service to our founding ideals. Okay, this should cause you to pause as well because he is in the process of changing our founding documents. He is changing the history, rewriting our history. When he says ideals, we know that he did that last document where he is changing because he says a lot of it basically is antiquated. And it's because it does not include this lifestyle. It says we will continue to what? Root out and destroy hate and injustice in order to more firmly secure the promise of our nation for what future, let me highlight this, future generations. Bride, I've read you that document from the United Nations. When they say future, 
They're talking UN Agenda 2030 Agenda because they are saying future world, the new world order, the kind of world that they want. So let's continue and go on down. It says the United States is the greatest country in the world because our history is one of constant progress. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on here a minute, Mr. President. Are you saying that you are being progressive? Are you saying that you're partnering with the progressive agenda? The progressive agenda, just like the Democratic Party? You know, sir, that the Republicans want to keep their traditions. The original Republicans, like me, who've been Republican for, you know, 30-something years, which now I will not wear that name. I will not partner with it now because of what they have become and what they have partnered with and what they have done to the Christian agenda. I will not partner with that anymore. So, what you have done, sir, is you have brought your progressive agenda over towards the Christians to taint the Christians. So he says, toward the timeless principles, right? What have we learned about that word? Why they keep throwing that word in all these documents? Who remembers why? Principles heads towards what? The Noahide laws. The principles are the are like the bedrock, the changing of the of the terminology of the founding of our country. Of equality. Now let's look at the word equality. Let's think Donald Trump Jr., who is the one partnering with the LGBT through this um, American priority event that they have down in Miami. Now, isn't that funny funny that they had that down in Miami? And this is where it was just announced today that this is where Jared and Ivanka are moving. They are getting their own little secure little island down there with extremely high security so that they will be protected. They are the ones pushing this in the Republican Party. So Donald Trump Jr. is the one that hosts these events that hosts these events uh, of the American priority and he hosts those and takes pictures with the LGBT movement all the time. He and Ivanka are two of the biggest people pushing this movement. It's kind of like and I just now caught on to this. Equality is being pushed by uh, Donald Trump Jr. And the women's rights is being pushed by Ivanka. Okay, so you take both progressive agendas and you're, and you're, you're both spearheading these across the entire world. And you're both working with the president. Okay, now that his first term is done, now we see him uh, shoving all these things down our throats. 
And justice, what do we know about the word justice? UN, justice, as Abraham, as President Abraham Lincoln stated, the founders always meant to set up a standard maxim for a free society, for us to revere, look to, and strive for. We are the nation that abolished slavery, secured civil rights, defeated communism and fascism, and built the most fair, equal, and prosperous country in human history. Yeah, and what are we doing right now, Bride? What are we doing now but going straight back? Are we reverting back, uh, putting us back under slavery to this UN system here? Hold on, hold on just a moment, Bride. Brock, please text uh, Bradley back and say, tell him that yes, tomorrow would be much better. Thank you. You don't? Oh, I thought you did. Well, what about his email? All right, I can't because I'm live. Bye. Oh, okay, anyway. So uh, let's scroll on down because he says here that today we recommit to building on this process, progress, and continuing our march as one people. Boy, I could do a whole show on that word right there, one. Because one people toward a freer and brighter future. See, they're using this one like as one, including the evangelicals, including the NAR, with this as one uh, in this unity deal. Okay, let's see what else is happening in the White House. Okay, yesterday the president did the Presidential Medal of Freedom, Freedom to Dan Gable. Okay, and the, this is one of the comments he made at the end of his speech. He said, someone asked him about the election, and he said, well, it was a rigged election. So he even classified this bride as a third world country. And he explains it as these ballots pouring in from everywhere, using machinery that nobody knows ownership, nobody knows anything about. They have glitches, as they call them glitches. The glitches weren't glitches. They got caught sending out thousands of votes, all against me, by the way. Now, you know what really is? I don't know how the Americans are even buying this bride. I have no idea how they're even buying this. Because first of all, President Trump is the one who has been pushing AI for years. He has been pushing these executive orders through about AI. He has been pushing. He even said, how many remembers in the beginning when he said, we have got to get this straight about the election so this does not happen again. And then all of a sudden it happened again. To me, this reflects on him. Why didn't he correct this? Because it's all a setup. 
because of what? The collapse of our country. So we've got to look at the big picture, Brad, because you have the Democrats who made the same claim in the last election in 2016 when they said this election was rigged, this election was wrong, I really won. And for years, she did shows, and this is Hillary, where she did shows and said, I was, I was, uh, the election was stolen from me, et cetera, et cetera. Now we see the same with President Trump. See, this is an attack upon our uh, country. It's an, it's an attack by the two-party system to collapse it. Okay, so President Trump knows how he defines this as a third world country. And he said, nope, this is like a third world nation. He says it again. And I think the case has been made. And now we find out what we can do about it. But you'll see a lot of big things happening over the next couple of days, Brad. This was yesterday. Okay, so today, uh, yesterday he comes out with this uh, other executive order. Now this one is called Governance and Integration of Federal Mission Resilience. So I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Okay, he is partnering this with the National Security Act of 1947. Okay, he says here in the policy, it is the policy of the United States to maintain comprehensive and effective continuity programs that ensure national security and the preservation of government structure under the United States Constitution and in alignment with Presidential Policy Directive 40, which is in short PPD 40, of July 15th of 2016 called the National Continuity Policy, executive departments and agencies, including the executive office of the president, must maintain the capability and capacity to continuously perform national essential functions, which is referenced as NEFs, as defined in PPD 40. Now, PPD 40, me and Brock looked it up, is the FEMA paperwork. It is the directive that in the case of an emergency, FEMA is the one that is in charge. Okay, you can look it up yourself. Just type that in, PPD-40. Okay, so this is in conjunction with PPD-40, okay? So regardless of threat or condition, and with the, here, let me just show you real quick. I will show you. Let me get PPD-40 up on the screen. I've got it right here, Brian. So, all right, let me get the screen to switch. All right, here we go, Brad. Okay, now you see it. Okay, let me get it up here and I'll make it bigger for you so you can see. Okay. Let's see if I can zoom in. All right, here we go. Now, we was examining this earlier. Okay, this is called the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. 
Federal Emergency Management Agency, Federal Continuity Directive. The issue date was January 17th of 2017. And there is their logo from the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, it says Federal Executive Branch National Continuity Program and Requirements. Wonder why this is not changing on the screen over here. That's weird. Well, Bride, they are they are honestly blocking this. Wow. I am live and they are blocking this. Can you believe this? Well, I guess I'll just have to read it to you, Brian. Wow. What? All right, hold on here. Am I still even on? Did they boot me? All right, we're back, but oh, yes, it fixed. Hallelujah. All right, Brad, look, we're back. I was like, how odd is that? Okay, this is the document that PPD, okay? It says the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, Federal Emergency Management Agency, Federal Continuity Directive. The issue date is January 17th of 2017 by the Department of Homeland Security. It says Federal Executive Branch National Continuity Program and Requirements. So here are some of the things they discussed in here. The supersession, policy and background, roles and responsibilities, federal executive level continuity coordination meetings, continuity capability elements, readiness reporting system, Continuity operational phases and implementation, coordination with state, local, tribal, and territorial governments, non governmental organizations, and private sector critical organization, infrastructure owners, and operators. Operation security, point of contact, and it goes into all this different stuff human resources, continuity operational phases, and implementation. Now, so you can read through all this and discover what their roles are it says right here ppd 40 requires appointment of a continuity coordinator at the assistant secretary level or higher as a recommended best practice da's which is the assistant should consider appointing a continuity manager to handle day-to-day -day management of the continuity program these roles are further explained below but they should feel free to designate other positions as desired to assist in coordinating the implementation, execution, and evaluation of con continuity plans and programs 
within an organization to ensure that programs address the entirety of essential functions. In other words, the coordinator. Okay, see right here where it says continuity coordinator and then the program manager. Okay, now let's switch screens again and go back over to my uh, document here. Okay, because you need to know what that says in order to understand what this means. Okay, it says agency heads must fully integrate preparedness programs, including continuity. Okay, nope, let's go back right here. Executive departments and agencies including the executive office of the president must maintain the capability and capacity to continuously perform national essential functions as defined in PPD 40, regardless of threat or condition and be with the understanding that adequate warning may not be available. Agency heads must fully integrate preparedness programs, including continuity and risk management into day-to-day -day operations to ensure the preservation of the NES under all conditions. Now, this is what the president's implementing. Here we go. This is in section two. Federal mission resilience strategy. To achieve this policy in conjunction with this order, I am signing the federal mission resilience strategy which should be implemented to increase the resilience of the executive branch. So I'm thinking increase the resilience. Implementing the strategy will reduce the current reliance on reactive relocation of personnel and enhance a proactive posture that minimizes disruption distributes risk to the performance of NES and maximizes the cost effectiveness of actions that ensure continuity of operations, continuity of government, and enduring constitutional government. So he is forming a new committee now to prepare for something that's coming is the way I see it. He is doing this federal mission resilient strategy uh, to prepare the executive branch, uh, which it makes you wonder why he needs this when he has FEMA. So let's continue and see what he says here, because in Section 3, under executive committee, he says, A, the federal mission resilience executive committee is hereby established. Okay, so the president is forming a new committee called the Federal Mission Resilience Executive Committee. The executive committee shall be composed of the Secretary of Defense, Secretary of Homeland Security. Wait a minute, isn't that FEMA? So this committee is going to be above the other committee is the way it sounds like. So we are seeing a new formation in our government, Brad. The director of national intelligence, 
the assistant to the president for national security affairs, the assistant to the president and deputy chief of staff for operations, and the director of the Office of Management and Budget, which is Jerry Kushner. When issues concerning science and technology, including communications technology, are on the agenda, the executive committee shall also include the director of the Office of Science and Technology Policy. I believe that's the one with Kushner. The heads of other agencies and other senior officials shall be invited to attend meetings as appropriate. C, the APNSA in coordination with the other members of the executive committee shall be responsible for convening the committee as appropriate to coordinate the review, integration, and ex execution of the strategy and other continuity policy across the executive branch. So what does this sound like to you, Brad? He has formed this new committee that focuses on the executive branch on top of FEMA's committees that they have. So D, the executive committee shall I coordinate the development of an implementation plan for the strategy and other continuity policy as described in section 4B of this order and shall facilitate execution of the plan and other continuity policy as appropriate to advise the president through the assistant to the president and chief of staff on the review, integration, and execution of the strategy and other continuity policy, including the recommendations outlined in section 4C of this order. So when I look at this bride, I think the president just basically did a complete circle of the checks and balances that we had in place for a national emergency. So this almost makes you think he's going to be back in there because why would he do this for Biden? Because basically he is setting this up to where he is not going to be in the outs anymore. He wants to be on the in. He wants to see, uh, he wants to know everything that's going on and he wants a, a, a group that answers to him basically. Establish with consensus of its members and as appropriate subordinate a coordinating bodies, which could mean uh, any other type of group. Uh, it could be churches. And coordinate the development of an interagency framework under which agencies will assess and address risk to federal mission resilience and NEFs across the executive branch. Now, when they say interagency framework, Brad, what this means, remember me teaching you about how they're doing this across nations, across countries. They're building frameworks for the AI. That's what it means. It's a frame, it's a foundation, it's a building, it's a, it's a frame. You know, like, how are you going to build this thing 
on the internet. So you have to have a framework on how we're going to do this. So when he says interagency framework, it's like a, a new AI initiative because he is saying, okay, I'm going to have the CIA, the FBI, this department, this department, all of them are going to coordinate in a national emergency through this new framework through the Federal Mission Resilience Program. Okay, section four implementation within its A. Within 90 days of the date of this order, now listen to this, Brian. What is, what is gonna happen in our country within the next 90 days? How many knows dark winter? So uh, within 90 days of the day of this order, the executive committee shall submit Federal Mission Resilience Executive Committee Charter to the president. So he wants this thing done in 90 days. And he wants that charter given to him through the chief of staff that identifies, all right, listen. Okay, so the chief of staff, oh, they want this group, okay. He wants the executive committee group to give him all of their foundational paperwork, their charter. He wants them to give them recommended groups, look at this, that identifies any subordinate bodies, working groups, and reporting mechanisms that what? Support the role of the executive committee. So he wants to know basically who is loyal in the government who is loyal to his agenda this, i'm telling you this is why i believe he's going to stay in there okay let's look at the word subordinate all right let's look it up okay so when you look up the word subordinate it means of lesser rank okay lower than somebody in rank or status of less importance modifying Okay, of any less important body, someone in a junior position, okay, making something secondary. All right, so he's going to look at what other things, working groups, which means they can form other committees, and reporting mechanisms. Okay, so how are the, is the AI going to partner with this agenda? How are they going to report the results of what they're doing type of deal to the executive committee? Within 90 days of the date of this order, the executive committee shall submit a federal mission resilience implementation plan to the president through the chief of staff that sets forth how the executive branch will implement the strategy. So they've got 90 days to put together all these teams and come up with all of these plans and how they're going to coordinate and how they're going to uh, do it all in precise timing and whatnot, which you know is going to be through AI. So they have to report all this to the president. Now, if is there anybody else out there that's wondering why do we need this when we have FEMA? Something is not right here. 
Uh, but I mean, I'm not the government, so I don't know. But maybe somebody can explain it to me. Uh, the plan shall describe in detail the near mid, the near, the mid, and long-term actions necessary to ensure the uninterrupted performance of the national uh, essential functions. Now, within 120 days, what do we know is going to happen in this country in 120 days, Brad? Well, in 120 days, that is when we're going to have the full maximum capability of the vaccine. We will have enough for every human. So this means mandatory, maybe. I know that when we did the vaccine Congress, they said they're going to have to start out soft, but they're going to have to end up making it mandatory because they want every citizen to have that vaccine. So they're going to start out soft and do it voluntary, and then they're going to begin to put pressure on financially. You won't be able to get your Social Security, your disability. You won't be able to have a job. You won't be able to go to the store. You won't be able to do this, 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 and this. And then they're going to pressure you every which way but loose to take it. Okay, so within 120 days, we may have a whole new world here. But he says within 120 days of the date of this order, the executive committee shall coordinate the review of existing continuity policy and other related national policies and shall provide recommendations to the president through the chief of staff on any actions necessary to align these policies, wow, with the implementation of this strategy. In other words, this president wants to know where is there any other legal jargon that would stop us from doing what we want to do? I want it on my table within 120 days. That's what this sounds like, doesn't it, Brad? An amendment to PPD 40, this section five, to designate a new national continuity coordinator, remember that's in the paperwork, you saw it earlier, in section six of PPD 40, the second sentence is hereby revised to read as follows. To advise and assist the president in that function, the assistant to the president for national security affairs or his or her designee is designated as the NCC. Okay, so let's go down to Section 3. Section 3 of Executive Order 13618 is hereby revoked, revoked the responsibilities of the National Security and Emergency Preparedness Executive Committee set forth in Section 3.3 of Executive Order 13618 shall be transferred to and exercised by the executive committee established in section three of this order. So he is moving and shaking. And you know what, Brian is very suspicious. I saw an article by CNN this morning. President Trump is not doing anything right now. He is just a pathetic person. You tell me he's not doing anything. He is changing documents. He is putting together teams. He is moving things around the way he wants it. Section 7, Program Support. The National Security and Emergency Preparedness Executive Committee Joint Program Office, established by Section 4 of Executive Order 13618, 
shall support the executive committee established in section three of this order, the execution of activities described in section four of this order, and those activities taken by the director of OSTP pursuant to section six of this order, and the rest is his normal jargon. So basically in this order, the president wants more control in emergencies instead of FEMA. He is creating his own community, his own committee and preparing for disaster. This afternoon, Bride, I will be with you again. The president is delivering remarks at an o Operation Warp Speed Vaccine Summit. So things are heating up out there, Bride. This is your uh, correspondent reporting to you today. I will see you soon. God bless. Treehouse Publishers presents Author and White House Correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books. As she traveled the country in obedience to God serving ministries, her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the one world religion agenda. Dr. June exposes the new world order and satanic agenda. This book exposes the lie of the new apostolic reformation evangelicals who have surrounded the president and is partnering with the beast system. This book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church. This book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment. What is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. So purchase the American pot books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. June's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you.